Hello, 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 and welcome back to Freedom Revamp, the podcast. I'm your host and founder, Courtney, and y'all, I am so excited about this episode. What I'm doing this season is I'm recording the episode first with my guest or by myself, whatever it may be, and then I'm going back to record the intro just so like, you know, I can get the vibe for it or whatever. But y'all, I was excited about this episode before we even recorded it because my guest today is Miss Kyla Everidge, the one and only, period, okay? Y'all, I really love Kyla. I've been following her on social media probably like half a year now, and she has been killing it, and she truly has been inspiring me. I already told her that, but let me tell y'all about Kyla, and then we're going to get into the episode, okay? Y'all know I can ramble, so let me let me focus. So Kyla is a Chicago native and a graduate of Howard University. She currently works corporate communications for a fintech company, and outside of her day-to-day, she is the founder of The Black Girl in Her 20s, which is a safe space created for young Black women. Kyla is extremely passionate about bringing resources and opportunities to her community and hopes to one day pursue a career that allows her to do so. So like if that doesn't get y'all excited, I don't know what will. Y'all just gonna have to listen, tap in, tune in. So let me be quiet and let's get into this episode. All right, guys. So without further ado, further ado, I'm going to bring Kyla on. Say hello to everyone. Hi, everyone. So I'm super excited for today's episode. As I told you guys before, we will be talking about being a professional young black woman. And y'all know I love black women. Y'all know I love entrepreneurs. So this is like the perfect episode for me. But Kyla, before we get into anything, I want to ask, how do you define freedom? Um, I would say I define freedom by getting to the point where you are comfortable enough in your own skin to be 100% yourself um I feel like for just talking out of personal experience for a long time I lived my life for other people and it's just been in my like past couple adult years that I have started doing things because that's what Kyla wanted to do. Not necessarily like my family, uh, their influence or like my environment, trying to do things for like who I am and um, myself. But yeah, I feel like I'm in that same era of my life where I'm just discovering things I like outside of like what family or friends say it says it should be. I'm going out more like making new friends because honestly, y'all, I'd be in the house all the time like yeah (laughs) and happy belated birthday I know you just turned 21 um I'm not you're welcome girl I'm not that much older than you I'm 23 and I think honestly it really was my 21st year for me too that was really redefining in my life um you know I turned 21 in the pandemic so it was like okay girl you gotta figure something out and you know with so much that was going on during that time I was like I can't keep doing my life for other people like I need to do it for me I need to figure out what I want to do how I want to do it and that's what I'm gonna do yes and for me it honestly wasn't so much of living my life for other people Mm -hmm. like I feel like when I was younger that's what it was but 
like lately it's just been not living my life at all like it's just been going on autopilot going from work back home to do school online (laughs) then waking up and doing it all over so honestly I can say like lately it just hasn't been living for other people it's just like I said not living at all so now I'm kind of discovering what that looks like for me yes you definitely have to find like that happy medium for sure yes so next I want to ask you how you practice freedom so like for me my definition of freedom remains the same it's like discovering who I am living freely in that and also giving other people the same space to do it but when I practice freedom it's different throughout the different seasons of my life so in this season it's like I said going out more and being more understanding and practicing patience and like journaling more so how would you say you're practicing freedom in this season yes I definitely agree with you like it changes I change as the season changes um I would say right now because I am more so focused on like growing professionally rather than personally um it's more so stepping into who I am and like stepping into my role at work and like figuring out who I want to be like as a professional um in my current position I'm the youngest person. I'm pretty much one of the youngest people at my company, but I'm definitely the youngest by far on my team and the only black person. Um, And, you know, I get a lot of imposter syndrome, like being the youngest, being in a room full of people that don't look like me, who are way older, have been in the field way longer than me for a while. Like I kind of found myself um, stepping back in the shadows and not wanting to speak up because I didn't want to, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't want to be wrong or didn't want to say anything wrong. And I really think that freedom for me right now is looking like, you know, being myself, speaking up for myself, um, advocating for myself and the people that look like me. Um, but like learning how to do that professionally and learning how to do that, um, while still like professionally, but also still authentically being like Kyla. Right. I can definitely relate to that imposter syndrome because I work with a lot of white people as well. Like, yeah, there are black people at my job, but it's a lot of white people. And so sometimes it's like, how do I navigate being myself and not being seen as the stereotypical black girl, you know, are like just navigating being myself and still being professional in a sense. So I definitely can relate to that for sure. Yes. Um, the last like couple of months I've been traveling a lot for work and I found myself like really, really taking a lot of time, um, trying to figure out what I'm going to wear or how I'm going to have my hair and like really like wanting to have this perfect image and set this image of who Kyla is, you know, like when, cause I work for a fully remote company, so I don't see my team members like on a day-to-day basis. Um, but like, I had to let that go. Like, you know, I do my job just as well as when I'm put together with my straight hair as I do when I got my braids in or when I have like my natural hair going. So I had to like really let that go and like, be like, okay, like Kyla does her job exactly the same, no matter how she looks. And, you know, it's so funny that you mentioned, like, appearance, because I didn't even think about that. I was just thinking about, like, the way I talk or the way I carry myself. That's so, girl. But, yes. 
But now that you said that, I remember right now I have some long 36 inch ginger faux locks <laughs> in my head. And like the day I got them, I sent it to um, a few of my black coworkers and I was like, y'all think they gonna say something? And they were like, and why would they? I was like, you know what? You're right. Exactly. Because I'm still doing my job the way I'm supposed exactly, to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And definitely like the way I talk, like I have loosened up a lot, but like I used to try to work really, really hard to make sure I was pronunciating things. Cause I'm from the South side of Chicago, you know, like I didn't realize I had an accent until I went away to school. But now that I have one, now that I know I have one, I'm like more hyper aware of it and trying to make sure that I'm pronunciating my words and talking slowly and stuff like that. But more recently than not, I've been like, forget all of that. You know, I'm who I am. I'm saying what I'm saying is going to make sense regardless just listen up <laughs> like right listen up and i'm from mississippi girl so it's like it's giving very much country mm-hmm. giving very much ghetto but i'm like y'all know what i'm saying so don't even mm-hmm. don't girl, like you're, they say chicago <laughs> is just mississippi with a coat on so i always get to my town country too <laughs> right but so we've already pretty much dived into our topic anyway but um you currently work in the pr slash communications industry so what prompted you to get into this because i always like to hear backstories yeah so it kind of goes back to like the whole thing we were talking about about freedom and like living for myself and stuff um my whole life girl i'm a leo i talk a lot like i like to argue i like to do all of that my whole life people were telling me like oh you're gonna be such a good lawyer like you're gonna be a great lawyer so when i went away to school i went under the impression like not looking into anything else all these people didn't tell me my whole life I'm gonna be a lawyer I was like okay well let me go down the law track so I I entered my freshman year as a political science major and I hated it like I absolutely hated learning about politics learning about how they work um I went to school during the Trump era so you know had to watch the news every day I hated it it was so draining it was so exhausting and I wanted to find something else so I started to look like into other things um my brother started acting in about 2019 so I was like you know what I could go like the um entertainment PR route you know I could work with family keep it in the family that type of thing but I realized I didn't really like that but I liked PR so you know I started like looking for things after I graduated in the communications and PR field and I landed a job with my company I work for a web3 digital assets company Um, And I do all of their PR and comm stuff and media relations. So I love it. Um, Yeah. So I don't know if that really answers your question on how I got into it. I kind of like fell into it. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm currently studying business administration (laughs) because I like starting businesses. I like helping other people start their businesses. (laughs) Like I, I just love every part of it and I don't want to work for anybody else except myself yes (laughs) that's definitely you know I don't have anything in mind yet but that's definitely the end goal like I'm an advocate for all black people to work for themselves um you know I'm not there yet but whenever I can figure out how I can make my skills make money for me definitely will not be doing this anymore definitely will be working for myself 
Right. And the end goal for Freedom Revamp, like I've already started a magazine portion of it, but I want it to be like a competitor with Vogue yeah. and Teen Vogue and all of these. So I know I'm going to have to study journalism once I'm done with my business administration part of it. But, you know, it's all a part of the process. Yes. Let's um definitely like talk offline. Um, I work with like a lot of like media and press. And girl, I want to mm-hmm. connect you with some people like that can potentially give you some advice, help you get that off the ground because that is great. That's definitely something that we need. Yes, period. I'm definitely connecting with you on that for sure, for sure. So what is your favorite part about your industry? Um, I would say my favorite part about the, my, the industry is that it's ever changing. Um, no one day looks the same. Um, and I kind of like, I work, I do PR, which is already a like very busy field or excuse me, industry in the technology and fintech field. So that's already busy on itself. Um, I love the fact that like, you never know what's going to happen, especially like working in fintech and in crypto, the industry itself is so new and there's always so much going on in it. Um, I love the fact that like, you know, I never know how tomorrow is going to look. Um, and I also like the fact that I can connect, um, what I do in my work, in my company, we have a lot of initiatives and programs geared toward financial literacy. And I love the fact that my job is giving me the opportunity to, figure out how I can bring those resources back to my community. Um, So we've been doing a lot of work with HBCUs. Hopefully in the future, we're going to do some work with like community organizations and underbanked, excuse me, black communities. So I'm really excited about that. And yeah, I would say that's probably my favorite part of my job. I love that. Um, Right now, since I'm still in school, I'm working in fast food. So, my favorite part is definitely not the customers all the time. Girl. <laughs> but I definitely love my coworkers. Mm-hmm. Um, even when they get on my nerves, I know they're gonna be listening to this, so that's why I gotta throw that, <laughs> that in there. Even even when they get on my nerves, that's my favorite part because although sometimes they can bring out the worst in me, mm-hmm. it shows me parts of myself that I can work on and also allows me the space to be like okay I don't always have to react to what other people have going on yes definitely I um so I work a part-time job as well on top of my full-time I work as a server in a restaurant and exact same thing as you like the customers drive me crazy but my team is so cool like I have grown to love all of them they definitely keep me like grounded and keep me from wanting to snap off on customers because they'll really do it to you like it's something about when people see somebody in a uniform where they like just get ultra disrespectful you know um so yeah (laughs) I definitely know how you feel about that Yes, girl. And then I would say my favorite part about like just the freedom revamped aspect is honestly the conversations I have with people on the podcast or via the magazine because like it Uh helps me learn so much about the world because I talk to people from literally everywhere like in the United States, hopefully in other countries soon. But like 
and just connecting with people that I look up to. Because I was going to go ahead and tell you when we got off, like, you're, I've seen you on, like, TikTok and Instagram for a while, and you truly inspire me, girl. Oh, like, just to be myself. Thank you so much. Yes, no, thank you. Because just to be able to connect with people who like inspire me on a more deeper level, like actually having conversations rather than just seeing the content people make or, you know, what they put out there for the world is like, it's bigger than that, you know? Yes, definitely. And I, um, you know, I have kind of fell off since I started working so much, but I have a platform called The Black Girl in Her 20s, and it's basically, like, exactly what you just said. I want to figure out how I can create safe spaces for Black women, um, young Black women, not just professional, but just us, you know, so definitely let's do some work together in the future, because, girl, you got, you said I inspire you, girl, you got a great thing going, and like this is definitely something that our community needs and i'm really happy that you asked me to join you today thank you not me tearing up we can't be doing that we can't be doing that okay okay we go we go stop (laughs) so let's dive a little bit deeper like i said we pretty much already talked about a little bit about what it's like being a professional young black woman in the workplace but how would you describe being a professional young black woman because well i'm gonna let you go first i'm gonna let you go first um that's a really that's a i don't think that you can like put a description on what a professional young black woman looks like and i love that like as I'm like thinking of like my friends and you know the people that I went through school and stuff with we all look so different um I have been blessed to like have some dynamic young beautiful black women as my friends um and just like we all look so different we all you know go for things differently um and I really just don't think you can put a label on like what we look like and that's why I love us you know like how we were talking about yo long ginger braids that don't take away from your professionalism at all the way that we talk doesn't take away from our professionalism at all so I don't I I honestly don't know how I was characterize like how a professional black woman would look if that makes any sense yeah and I would say I would agree so let's I guess let's describe the experience of it because the experience of it is very different and that actually kind of ties into my next question because there are so many like expectations set on us simply because like I mentioned earlier people already stereotype us so sometimes we feel like we have to perform at a certain standard which we do because I I don't know the quote directly, but it's like, in order to be at the same level as them, you got to perform mm-hmm. 10 times harder. And sometimes I feel that so heavily because I work my ass off y'all. <laughs> like, and sometimes it still, it still feels like it goes unnoticed. And I know it sounds so crazy to be saying that just working in fast food, but there's levels in every single business. And so to see people get like certain accolades that are, doing half or even one fourth of what you're doing can be so hard and you know the reason why and that makes it even harder yes I definitely resonate with everything that you are saying um it's hard and I think that 
we are very hard on ourselves. Um, like you said, I've been told the same thing. You have to work twice as hard just to be at the same place as them. Um, and I, I think not just speaking for myself, all of us, we kind of really take that to heart and really do like work really, really hard and put a lot of effort into our work. Um, it wasn't until like, I've only been at my job or I've only been in the working field in general for a few, almost less than a year. Um, I graduated college in 2021, but it really hit me one day when I was working on like a um, assignment or like a project with someone and they took all the credit. Like, you know, I went to a HBCU. You do not do that. As you a te- If you a team, you're a team. You give everybody their credit. The people that don't do the work, you don't give them their credit. But you see what I'm saying? Like if everyone is putting in the hours, putting in the work and the effort, you give them their credit. And it wasn't until I was like <laughs> put in a position where I was completely left off of something that was my idea. Um, I did all of the like heavy lifting for it where when it hit me, like we really do have to work twice as hard just to like get a little bit of reckon, uh, recognition and like be seen. Um, so yeah, it's hard girl. It really is. Yes. And honestly, it's even harder. You mentioned HBCU. It's even harder when it's coming from your own people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because, like, I um, have a virtual assistant in business as well. And some people I've interned for. So, like, we did, like, an exchange of services or whatever. And some people pay. But in one particular instance, um, I had this, like, I mean, I love that idea. I should have saved it for Freedom Revamp. But I gave it to, um, or I told it to one of the people I was interning Mm -hmm. to use for her business. And then um, we worked on a few more projects together and she was like, we'll revisit that later. Well, the internship ended and like a few months afterwards, I saw that she launched the idea I gave her. And I remember just sitting there because she was somebody who I really enjoy working with and just really trusted because I don't just give Mm -hmm. or tell ideas to people to just, you know, to just anyone. And so to see it like that and for her to, like, I swear, she ended the internship and probably immediately started working on it. So it was just like, wait, what? Like, that is so crazy. And the fact that that happens so often, like you said, in our community, you know, we really want, I I think I work really, really hard to try to make sure that, you know, I'm being a person where people that look like me can like, you know, like come to me for things and stuff like that. So the fact that that lady would do that, girl, that's just blowing my mind. You know, it's expected from other people, but like coming from your own community, I bet that hurts so bad. Like it really does. And it's like, oh yeah, my idea was really good. Obviously that's why you stole it. But at the same time, like, girl, dang, can I get at least some recognition? Even if you don't want to pay me no coins for it, at least the recognition. Because people are applauding you and people are telling you, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. And like, I'm seeing it and I'm like, oh yeah, this is amazing. It was my idea, but not getting the credit for it is like crazy. That is crazy. You know, one thing I've learned, like, from that experience I had, and I'm just going to give you this advice, um, girl, put your name on everything. 
on everything yeah. even if it's just a thought if you say it out loud like write it down somewhere date it you know make it known that that's yours because people will take your stuff and run with it yeah that's why a lot of my clients and stuff, I started doing everything on email. So you can't say I didn't say it. Oh, yes. A paper trail, a contract, all of that. Like, it's all necessary. For sure. For sure. But I want to close it out with asking, what barriers would you like to see broken as far as being professional young black women? I think I just want us... To stop feeling like, like how we were just talking about how we have to work twice as hard. I want us, I we all know that we have to, but as a whole, I want us to stop feeling like we have to, you know, like putting all that pressure on yourself. Um, I mean, I don't really know how these barriers can be broken because it's so like affluent <laughs> in the black community, yeah. but um I just want us to be able to, like, just do it. I mean, if you define professionalism for yourself, you know, make it look how you want it to look and don't be boxed in by what everybody else is doing, how everyone else looks, how everyone else talks, like, stuff like that. Like, be unapologetically like yourself. Um, yeah. That's the barriers I want to see broken. Yeah. I think for me, it's supporting each other more mm-hmm. because like... That's good. And support... We support each other on social media all the time. Yes, queen, do it. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like support goes so much further than that. And it looks different for everyone, obviously. But just supporting each other more realistically. But also for me personally not expecting support from other people (laughs) if you are a young black professional woman because that can cause you to be so hard on yourself and I know that from personal personal experience like if I feel like I'm not getting the support from like a group of people that I want it from then I'll get super discouraged and be like oh my gosh I'm just gonna stop because what is it Mm -hmm. for but we need to realize that one it's for ourselves and two it's for whoever is you know receiving yes that's definitely like a really really good point you know going I want to make sure for myself like in my company I told you I'm like one of the youngest and definitely one of the only black people not even just black women but black people um as people are coming in young black women and men are coming in under me I want to make sure like they feel supported and they feel like that they could come to me for questions and talk to me and stuff like that because there's a a, an older black woman in my um in my like company who I definitely lean on her for a lot of support like even just like you know this is also new to me and it's new to all of us who are just entering our professional fields and stuff I did a performance review for the first time after six months at my company and I just didn't even know like little things like hey every day I need to be writing down what I did so that way you know when it's time for a performance review I can go back and like have that as evidence writing down metrics you know pointers the things that people are shouting me out for like 
making sure you have all that stuff ready. So when you are being reviewed, you know, you have that evidence to say I'm doing good in my job. Um, I didn't even know, like, I should have that type of stuff. Um, and I wouldn't have known if I didn't reach out to, you know, the lady in my organization. So definitely I want to be that person too for people coming in. Cause you're right. That's a big barrier like that we see in our community. Like we don't help each other out. Um, which is crazy because white folks do, but hey. Oh, honey, they do. They really mm-hmm. do in unbelievable ways. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But was there anything else you wanted to add to the conversation or feels like the audience should know? Um, No, I didn't have any other anything else to say. I just definitely want to encourage you, girl, and say, keep doing this. This is great. Um, Keep it up. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to uh, like hearing how everything turns out for you. Thank you. I appreciate it, and thank you so much for joining me and honestly just being so transparent. I know like that can be hard because every episode I struggle with it because of fear of judgment and all of that. But thank you for coming on and being so transparent and being open to the conversation. To the audience, be sure to follow Kyla on social media. I'll have the descriptions below. That's all for today. And until next time, continue to practice freedom. Thank you. Bye, y'all.